Everyone knows you should never take a physicist to a sci-fi movie. The same can be said about a biologist and a creature feature. We can point out how certain things are biologically unlikely or downright impossible, but that would be boring. So rather than pointing out what can't happen, why not ask ourselves, what if it was real? So using my super nerd levels of knowledge about biology, physics, and mythical creatures, my friends and I will explore how different creatures could have actually evolved on our planet and what they potentially would look like. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome to A Real Creature Feature. My name is Mac. I'm Mike. And I'm addicted to chlorine. That's, that's terrible. That's, that's a bad really addiction. Bad. That's really bad. It's going to burn your lungs out. <laughs> Be careful. Only waft. Remember, like chem class, waft, waft. Uh, and today is our part two of our movie reviews episodes uh yeah so like i said last week if you guys like this please let us know and maybe we'll do more or maybe we won't we need like two or three people to say something anything honestly yeah um so uh, this today today we'll be talking about the movie evolution uh starring david duchovny sean william scott orlando jones uh Julianne Moore. Yeah, Julianne Moore. Did I say? Okay. And a bunch of other people. And uh, so basically what I'm just going to go through is a nice synopsis and add some spice to this comedy. I'm sure I I, I got a feeling this is going to be shorter than the Gattaca review. I think. You don't think it's going to go three hours <laughs> over three hours? I don't think it will. I, I'm going to say it this way. Um, I'm going to set a hard cutoff. So yeah. We'll yeah. Okay. So the movie begins um, with Wayne Gray, played by Sean William Scott, who is a fireman trainee practicing with a training dummy in a shack in the desert near Glen Canyon, Arizona. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Training with what? A training dummy. I don't think that's a training dummy. No, that was a blow up doll. No. It, a, it was not a blow up doll. It actually was a training dummy because uh, that mouth that you see, that's what they look like. Uh, and also, it's not inflatable. It's not inflatable. inflatable. You can see that it actually has so, like some s- substance. So it's a real it could doll. could have been a real doll. Uh, do they have them then? Potentially. Oh, not well, Potentially. Okay, Probably. hold on. But also, dolls. time out. Uh, those um, are what, like thousands of dollars? I don't think in in the universe that they have created, he was a poor dude wanting to become a firefighter. He wouldn't have been able to afford a real doll. He doesn't need to afford one. He just needs to already have one, which yeah, he could have because they existed in 1996. Yeah, but how did he afford getting one? I Look, movie magic. He got, got a kit. discount proto one used. <laughs> yeah. Do the, training, it's do the training, training doll. Do the training dummies squeak like that? I don't think real dolls squeak like that either. You could customize it. Why are you judging? I, it, I you sound so. like you know a lot more about blow up dolls than you're trying to let on. Well, yeah, I was just saying that, like it actually had like he had like where he compressed. Like if you did it on a, a blow up doll, I think you just, you know, there's different types of blow up dolls. They're not yeah. just balloons. We're all very much telling on ourselves right now. I want us to be aware of that. Yeah. I, well, yeah. 
<laughs> you're talking to nobody. I don't know anything. I am just assuming. Says the guy who's like, that is totally a blow-up doll. I would know. I didn't know what a... See, I'm just used to any dummies being just a chest and a head attached to it yeah. that you tr practice your CPR. Yeah, which I also wanted to point out that uh, he did not check the the airway before he started to check chest compressions. You kind of have to do a lot. There's a lot of steps before you do chest compressions. To which I mean, the, now, man committed, the man committed arson so that he could train. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, he sees a meteor and then it strikes his car. A 1973 Buick Rivera. Yeah. Yep. Uh, call back to uh, the Gattaca because that was the same car. It's like, wow. Yep. Um, and then it landed in an underground cave. Is this going to become its own trilogy, like the Carnetto trilogy? I don't think so, but we got to find another movie that features a Buick Riviera then. Yeah, if you can find it, then yeah, we can do that. Unless it's like something really bad or really sappy or both. Um, we'll see. So, and then so then it cuts to college professor Ira Kane, played by David Duchovny who in this scene is like having uh, a like talking to his class and everything else. And um, so I'm just going to skip to this one note because it's like it's him and his colleague, geology professor Harry Block, played by Orlando Jones. Both are bad scientists and very bad professors. Oh, no, you're kidding. Really? Yeah. OK, can I just I want to say this right now. This is a movie where this is basically Alien Ghostbusters, where every character is Peter Venkman. Yeah. Set on the community set. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's a community college, which not saying that a community college is bad. I'm just saying these two guys are just not good professors yeah. or. Um, uh, I mean, scientists. there are jokes about the idea of a community college kind of being that transfer place where you then move to a real college after a but, certain point. But considering how it starts is Iris Kane saying all of all you students got A's Except because for he two. didn't care. Well, yeah, but that's but he's like, I could not lower my standards enough to give you A's, yeah. but he gave them C's and all the, and the paper that they handed in where it was. I can I can quote this verbatim. Okay. Cells are bad. My uncle lives in a cell. It's 10 feet by 12 yeah. feet, and he has to read the same boring magazine. The end. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. It's just like, he, and he gave them C's. So yeah, he's just not trying. And then you he started. How far, into this, how far into the semester they are in? That doesn't matter. This could be, you know, a promotional, you know, take my course. I'll give you easy A's at first, but. We'll get you going and learn stuff. Yeah. Well, I just think it's it's clearly, though, like both of them are just trying to kind of post through their teaching careers for other things. They didn't completely say he was going to, but uh, Orlando Jones's character might have been a creeper teacher. I but don't know. It's but... like it's it's like like it, there is a point where it's like, well, he doesn't seem like he actually is, but then he gives uh, David Duchovny a, a look. Oh, yeah. No, and you're just like, mm. 
look, they're all, like I said, they're all Peter Venkman to varying degrees. Yes. Like the well, entire thing well, is because it's two of them. Yeah. Well, even Wayne does even like Wayne to a certain extent has yeah. a lot of that characterization. But the whole thing is like, I think at least in some ways he genuinely like Harry genuinely does have the knowledge, but probably just not the commitment. Yeah. You know, same way. I was just trying to hide out for reasons we'll get to later. Probably. Yes, we will. Yeah, we will cover it. Um, but yeah, so they go investigate the crash because um, it's a geology thing. So Harry's like, oh, yeah, I got to go check it out because I'm a member of the United the United States Geological Survey. Yep, that was it. Um, so to get there. Uh, so it, it's kind of cool. One of the cops that's there in the cave is actually a, an alumni from Mad TV. Same All thing right. with Orlando Jones. Yep. He's the tall guy with the mustache. Yeah, I like that guy. Pat Kilbane. But yeah, um, they start off things by just taking uh, some strange blue goo from inside the astronaut. An astronaut. Asteroid. Neat. Um, Ira discovers that it harbors extraterrestrial single-celled nitrogen-based organisms that multiply exponentially. Yep. So I just wanted to point out one thing. So it's it's supposed to be like a, a community college. Yep. How do they have spectral uh, mass spectrometers to tell w that it's nitrogen based? Have you ever been to Fox Valley Tech? No, actually, yes, I think in high, I was going to say you, you probably have at some point. I'll just say this because the because the labs at Glen Canyon Community College are not a joke. That's why they're serious. But then, yeah, he figures out that they have 10 base pairs. Also, how? Uh, all this other stuff. And I do want to point out one thing that's actually very, very, very important. Uh, so like when they are showing him, like looking through the microscope, he's like leaning over it. Yeah. You don't want to do that for hours. Uh, in my sailor biology class, what, one of the things that we were taught by the professor was find a comfortable position that you're not just like slouched over a little because you will strain your neck and it's not fun, but that's movie logic. You know? Oh yeah. 100%. But then, yeah, uh, so next day he shows Professor Block the sample, but then discovers that there's multicellular organisms in the sample, meaning, and then it was like, Black was like, well, maybe they just snuck in there. No, they didn't just sneak in there. They're also like this other stuff. Yeah. Alien. And it was like, it was like that means it's like millions of years of evolution that happened in a matter of hours. Yeah, but you got to remember this. Harry's not a biologist. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't know how many cells are single cell organisms supposed to have. I mean, let's be honest here. Um, but uh, but I did appreciate the one one thing that they did do proper with that microscope was so how you move a microscope. You don't just grab it by the neck and like move it around. You grab it by you hold it by the neck and also by the base and move it. Yeah. So they did that properly. I was like, well, that's actually kind of cool. I'm sure it's also because the microscope is probably heavy and it's hard to do that. Oh, yeah. No, they're heavy as hell. If you ever want, if you ever want something that could crack someone's skull open, you use a microscope. There. Wait, and no, we've learned if you want to crack a person's skull open, you use a keyboard. Gattaca taught us that. Yes. Um. So yeah, that that same next day, they go with their science class to do a survey of the meteor because they're like, there's stuff growing, and, blah, blah, blah. and Kyle Gas is one of the cops. Nice. Yep. Tenacious uh, D. See, my favorite thing is like I, I like that the two 
the two idiots from the class are played by Ethan Supley and Michael Bowers. Yeah. Because I love Ethan Supley, and you can't beat a donkey lips ever. No. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so then when they get there, they find that the asteroid is surrounded by like different fungi and flatworms and stuff like that. That It's actually converting the nitrogen and environment to nitrogen-based. Because they can't breathe, I think it's nitrogen based. Yeah, it's nitrogen. Yeah, the uh, yeah the they're replacing the yeah they're converting it into nitrogen so that they can breathe. Yeah, uh, to which also I'm pretty sure nitrogen gas is like more inert, and it's like actually really it doesn't really work biologically for like for the purposes of like why we breathe for respiration. I knew that this movie would be one of those things where you'd get to complain about a lot of things. Uh, I I'll put it like this. I'm being pedantic for a purpose because I find it funny, but I do enjoy, I do enjoy dumb movies like that. So it's not like I'm being like, I know I'm nitpicking jerk. I'm not, hey. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying my name is Michael. One of your, <laughs> I'm not saying that. What I am saying though, is one of your favorite things to do on these is be pedantic. Yes. Cause it's fun. Um, fun but for yeah, whom? me, exactly. and that's all that matters. As long as I'm having fun, I don't care. Um, but then they find the flatworms, which is like wiggling around uh, the one girl's toes. Yes, because she decided indeed. to wear open-toed shoes at a dig site. Of course. Well, she wouldn't know any better. They knew it was a field trip. They didn't know exactly what they were going to be dealing with. Uh, and then but Orlando also- Jones's character says one of the truest things ever: "Sometimes science stinks." <laughs> But I will say this, though. Nadine doesn't want to be there. She just no. wants to get the credits so she can go to nursing school so that she can then win Miss Arizona. That's her yes. entire story arc. Yes, it is. And it's it's like, well, yeah, it's it, it helped. I'm like, as a person who's met multiple Ms. Wisconsin's and like everything else, it's a lot of them are very well accomplished, accomplished. You have. You almost have to be, though, like, yeah, they have such a weirdly high. They have such a weird exacting standard mm-hmm. for those like beauty pageants. It's nuts. Be smart, yeah. but pretty. Yep. Uh, yeah, I got to meet. Uh, I think her name was Light Hammer, I want to say. And yeah, she was like getting a doctorate and she was a like classical celloist and like all this stuff. And she was gorgeous. So it's like talk about raising the bar. Yeah, well, that's. Look, they, they set such a high exacting standard. Yeah, it almost it's it is almost unfair. But then the yeah, then they were showing um, they discovered that the cells and the organisms like the flatworms were actually started dividing through mitosis, which basically means one thing gets bigger and then splits off into two things. Yeah, it does. It's asexual reproduction, which is kind of limiting in how much variation you actually get eventually. Well, maybe I well, and this is again, because obviously we're dealing with fictional alien creatures with this. It does seem like by for how rapidly these creatures are evolving, they don't need to worry about that because they just get the diversity by just moving up the moving up the evolutionary chain. Yeah. So uh, this is something I will probably come back to. But it was the whole that they have 10 base pairs. So we only have four base pairs when you're talking about DNA. So I was just thinking about this because they seem to have steps that they are going through. And then the fact that it also has a mechanism of like um, terraforming slightly. So I was like, it's either 
100% these things are just freaking weird by our standards and they just happen to land on Earth or it's an alien invasion. Yeah. Well, arguably, that could be what it is. And I'm going to get into that probably later, too. Yeah, because I think they deal with that with the cartoon. There's a sci-fi book series about an alien invasion and they start by sending worms to terraform the earth yep we've talked about that we have what was that one is no i don't remember but okay so they discovered uh mitosis blah 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 soon ira and harry find the site is sealed off by the army who have set up a base they take general russell woodman played by uh ted levin uh, he was uh, he was Buffalo Bill in Silence yes, of the Lambs. Why did you fall for that, Mike? Why did you? I was gonna I was gonna be like, okay, I'm not gonna say anything about Buffalo Bill. He's done other stuff. He was on Monk. Yeah. He was like because because here's the thing: a lot more people would probably recognize him from you Monk nowadays than his Buffalo Bill. Between his legs does not mean that we need to peg him into one particular position. No, he is a very diverse actor who plays a lot of characters who like to who do things like tuck it back. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me. Also, the inspiration for the voice of uh, Chris from um, Family Guy. Wait, really? Yes, that's where he got the. Uh, that's where he. Was oh, based that's in the crazy. Um, really? And Chris? Yeah. You um, know, now that I think about it, I could kind of see it. Like, but that's a, that's a weird take. That's a weird get on that one. So, uh, general Russell Woodman and the clumsy. So most of this synopsis, I didn't write. I just took like copied and pasted it, but it's so like interesting that they have it in her descriptor. The clumsy Dr. Allison Reed played by Julian Moore. It's clearly a running gag though. Oh, you know what it is? It 100% is. Uh, but it was Julian Moore is a good scientist and, you make a beautiful woman clumsy to make them f- more approachable. You will see this yeah. in a lot of movies where they're like, "Ooh, I'm just clumsy," because it it gives them a flaw so that you know you 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 bring them down to our level. I'm just I was sitting there. I'm just like, okay, she's a klutz, whatever. And then the first thing is she falls over, and you can see her garter. panty line garter, yeah. and I'm just like, really. Can oh, we yeah. just stick with her being klutzy? Do we need to do the klutzy and look up her skirt? No, because Misogyny. then you don't. Yeah, because then you don't get the Peter Venkman lines that you're looking for. Yeah, honestly, you still could talk about her ass if she's in a skirt. You just don't need to be like, whoop, skirt above my head. Yeah. Considering that Ivan Reitman directed this movie, do you think he's like, Oh, so this is basically Alien Ghostbusters. Got it. Understand the assignments. But yeah, uh, and the, so they they take them to court. That's why I got confused by they take them like what? I was like, because I added something in the middle. They, they take uh, them to dinner and then yeah. go to court. Yeah, they take them to court for the right to be part of the research of their discovery. But the efforts fail when they are when they brought up that Ira was previously discharged from the army for creating an anti- an anthrax vaccine, which led to a terrible physical disorder dubbed cane madness. Basically, it was like a list of like medical problems you see after like on a commercial for that one thing. 
and then it kept going. Well, look, clearly it was bad. A private was willing to shoot him on the base. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is like they inoculated them with 100,000 soldiers. That's a crazy high number. You would have tested that ahead of time. And since I think they were like all of them got had those side effects. Did he say all of them? Or a large percentage of I yeah. mean, it was a large percentage. Yeah, it's like I, I know it was go. large, but I was just like, I didn't think it was like all of them. It's just and then they just put his name on it. At, at yeah. best, it was at best. It was like high 90s because yeah. it was a large like it was a it was a it was a super significant sample size uh, yeah. for the sample size. And so it's like that should not have happened because that's not how it works. And it's like unless you were legitimately like, well, we're just going to test that out on them, which, you, like I said, you don't do. It's not something we haven't done before. I mean, I was going to say we're looking at Tuskegee experiments at that point then. Yeah. You got well, the CIA. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, because of those assholes, they it keeps getting brought up as of now. It's like, see, this is why we can't trust them. It's like, you're not wrong. We we couldn't trust them. I'm like, I'm not saying you should trust them, but I'm just like, but I am saying pick a lane. That's all yes, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So when Woodman confiscates the research, Ira and Harry infiltrate the base, um, underground to get another sample. Yeah, they do. Um, which I was just like, that's really poor security. Oh, absolutely. For multiple times, Dean like looks at me and I'm like, yeah, I know. They'll never, they, they would never make it this far. Like it, once they're in like the elevator area, they should have been caught. Even if they had somehow gotten like past the first set of guards, like the two guys basically taking a smoke break, like, like they should have been caught. Like, and then they're going down and someone's like, did you authorize this? No. And they brush that off. I'm like, this is a terrible operation. I would say yeah. part of it is, you know, once you get it, the hard part is getting in. Once you're in and looking like you belong is all that you need because I people's eyes will just glaze right over you. You just need a hard hat and a high visibility vest and a ladder. Yeah, that's all you need. You can yeah, I, I agree with that for the most part. But when you have the most significant discovery in the in the world, yeah, I've got to say security's got to be tighter than that. You have key cards just to get in. Yeah, it's it's kind of nutty. That's the, that to me is the as far as that goes, probably the more unrealistic part is like people brushing off a lot of weirdness. Yeah, but at least it eventually gets to it eventually gets to the point of like. Someone has to be hearing everything they're saying because they're clearly wearing, you know, they're clearly wearing environmental suits that are connected through radios. Yeah. So even Dean's like, well, someone has to be listening in on these conversations. You're giving me a lot more credit than I remember myself having. Well, look, Dean, it's been a while. Look, you 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 were giving me looks uh, the whole time. But it's also I work in a just a hospital lab and. We have ID badges that, to buzz us in through doors. They should also have that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like well, every this person is the going first down. alien encounter in this universe. So they didn't have they didn't have Mark Max Brooks helping them create a zombie plan. 
True, but this was also 2001. By that point, I would not be shocked that everyone, and even then, 2001 in movie world, there should have been so much security at that point. Somebody should have, they should have had to at least steal one key card. That's yeah. all I'm saying. They needed like a, a string and a piece of gum, blah, 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 blah. get it through yeah. a vent. Just yeah. something. Yeah. So they uh, get down there and they find basically a rainforest. Yeah, they of do. Of things. And I was just like, so evolutionarily speaking, cave life and not cave life don't look the same in many aspects. We've talked about this before. It's like you need yeah. the light and all this other stuff. So that's why I was like, it has to be, I'm, it just has to be engineered life that it can do that. But here's yeah. the thing. How many of those cave environments have bleeding stones? I mean, again, we, we can chalk up a lot of this to the idea of these being alien creatures, obviously. Yeah. Bleeding stones that are farting out nitrogen. Yeah. Because it's the thing, it's like you have a tiny environment, so there's only so many stimuli to cause certain evolutionary advancements. Yeah. It's like you don't need something to evolve to, like, you know, eat nuts if there are no nuts there. Yeah. You don't know what those, how many those of are... those scientists stepped on one that made them have to all of a sudden perform. Oh, I need hard nut shells to protect it hard from nuts. these random. Yeah, the, from there these was so... random red suited <laughs> bastards who are walking all over my reproductive nutsack. But they also produce, by, but they also all produce by mitosis. That's yeah. the other thing. I, I didn't know. I don't believe they were saying it was all mitosis. There is there is still mitosis, but I was still under the assumption that. Some of them have have been that one uh, that w one multicellular organism who writes into penthouse forum when they discover sex and be like, you will not believe what happened to me today that that's the one who invents. That's the one who has to invent penthouse just so that they can write about it. Have you tried this? It's called sex. It's amazing. It's one of those things where it's like it could be established that some of them do discover sexual reproduction, but they also do establish later that there is still uh, a sexual reproduction thing, which is to me makes sense in this in this whole like overview of the idea of if these creatures are altering and changing so quickly, there would be no time to create a like genetic line through standard sexual reproduction yeah and okay so yeah then they get their misogyny happens some more of course more misogyny happens and then and then weird butt stuff uh they are caught by allison as an alien insect gets inside harry's body which was removed rectally by a doctor and then it it immediately dies and uh he uses a cheek spreader oh yeah i don't know if that's an actual medical thing i assume I'm like, it's there's just... a rip there's like a rib spreader well i assume <laughs> that it was just basically like a like a uh forceps? whatever they use. yeah reverse forceps essentially instead of forceps holding it shut yeah. no 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 it was the uh no it was whatever a gynecologist has to use for oh yeah yes yeah. yeah calibers My, 
No, uh, <laughs> no I don't know. Calipers measure <laughs> calipers measure, measure brains. <laughs> well, calipers are used for measuring uh, this. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what those things are called either. By the way, the tool I was taught thinking about was a speculum. Speculum. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'll, so, yeah. I'll, again, I'll just insert that. So, I'll just insert that in there somewhere. Don't worry about it. It's fine. You just have to cover your mouth at a certain point and be like, <laughs> even though we're not recording the we're video. Glad, we're glad that we, I'm glad we haven't gone live yet because that would look insane. Just be like, meh, meh, meh. <laughs> uh, so get ready for the football game against the Cleveland Raiders. <laughs> yep, exactly. It's perfect. Just ADR it however you need to. Who gives a shit? Taylor Swift is going to be on the halftime show giving the award away to her boyfriend. Oh, no, no. That's that's too specific. You can't have it yeah. that way. But I do want this is something that it was just like, so wait, wait, wait. So the insect gets in the suit, then gets under his skin, then, you know, moves around, whatever, blah, blah, blah. To get into his rectum, that means he had to perforate his large intestine. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So he's so he's going to die. The whole thing is messed up. It's like watching that just made me think back to the scarab beetles and the mummy. Yeah. With yeah. Brendan Fraser. And I'm and I didn't think about this back then because you're a kid and whatnot. But watching it and watching it crawl underneath his skin, I'd be like, OK, where is the tr where is the deformation of the skin where it's been ripped away from the under the the meat, you know, where the yeah. detaching the skin from the muscle? Yeah, where I'm starting to think about, you know, um, cosmetic surgery where, you know, yep. if you're having a lift, they're ripping your skin off depending on what they're doing for different parts and then reattaching it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, like it, it cuts from, um, them to Wayne who, who works at a golf course and like, he's, it's like Hawaiian night and it's just like offensive the entire time. Like everything. It's like, I mean, look, but yeah, it's 2001. This is Trump's Mar-a-Lago here that we're talking about. Well, no, that's Florida. Honestly, this is this Arizona. Could be worse. Yeah. I know this is out there. I'm just saying he had a lot of properties. Yeah. And also it does have that kind of feel because, uh, so one of the owners is kind of a drunk or he's being drunk. Is and he an kind owner? Of a I just thought he was one of the, uh, I th you know, one of the guys that spends a lot of money to No, I, he, because he's actually bossing him around. Yeah. Cause he actually says that it's his boss. So yeah. I think he does either own the club or is at least like a high level manager of some sort. Oh, he just seemed like an uppity schmuck who knows the names of the people working there and still just bosses them around because he's got the money. No, no. Ooh. That's why he's concerned about the dampness on his shaz. Mm. Uh, yeah, because he has shade lounge. Uh, but uh, so what happens is he gets a, a lady and they go out to one of the greens on the golf course. And something that really made me go, What? Is so he opens up his champagne or white wine or whichever whichever one it is, and then he spills on his pants, and he was like, "Oh, that's gonna stain." Ah, uh, yeah. He's wearing that white pants. That was my point. Yep. <laughs> that was gonna be mine, Mac. <laughs> he's so he's so made. You <laughs> asshole. 
He's so made. Yeah, champagne's gonna stain these pants. Let me go over to this. Go over to the water trap. Yeah, the dirty to water, the water hazard, and dip my silk scarf in the water and just rub it on my pants. It is so stupid. Those like, pants, I, if anything, were gonna need to be dry cleaned. You dip. This is like the worst Rube Goldberg to get this guy to die. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, they established earlier on, oh, he's a dick. And then they like just kept hammering. It's like, oh, he is a dick. So that you don't feel bad that he dies. So yeah, he gets yeah. killed by this. Did you actually dogling. put any alcohol in this drink? <laughs> <laughs> this dude, like, honestly, yeah, the whole point is that you really establish him as an asshole so that you don't feel bad. Because I think he is the only person that we know dies. Because yeah. we get other people who are injured, but oh, no, there's another person who died. Oh no! Uh, I, I I will. He, he, he that's coming up. Okay. Because I, I have a little note. Yeah, we won't worry about that now. Then. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So Wayne drops off the body or the, of the body of the animal, not of the dude, uh, to show them because they're like, we don't have a specimen. Blah blah blah. And they're like, ha we have a specimen now. Oh wait, this is bad. This means it's like spreading. Yep. Um, and they're like waiting on like if other things are gonna happen, and they're at like a diner, and there's another cameo, Sarah Silverman. Yeah, she is. So yeah, they find out that there's another creature that appears at a woman's house, and but it, you know it's dying and everything else. When when do you get the dog? We don't have a damn dog. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. It's a cute, scary monster with big eyes. Oh, what I love about it is it's a it's a honey trap because yeah. what you think is its mouth is actually its nose and then it opens up its horrible like jaw and then you get like another mini mouth in there like an alien style. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It kind of looks like a Skeksy. The yeah, inner mouth. yeah, the, the inner mouth does look like a Skeksy. <laughs> uh, Which I is because it's a beak and juvenile beak. juvenile Skeksy. Does that feel better? <laughs> Oh, like uh, or like the killer clown, or, or like the little popcorn creatures from Killer Clowns from Outer Space, like juvenile clowns. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the woman in that house, she runs to her junk drawer, pulls out a gun. Because this is America, Mac. Where else are you going to keep your gun? A safe. Or your junk drawer. I would put it somewhere besides the junk drawer so that you're not having to slam at the drawer praying to goddess Anoya to open up the drawer so you can get your shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, okay, fine. But then also the revolver is also empty. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. oh, that's why it's in the drunk drawer. It's empty. No, you keep the bullets inside the sugar dish. <laughs> keep oh, loose bullets in the junk drawer too. You keep them. No, you actually keep them in your uh, crock of flour. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I like you just sprinkle them in there so you can get your you can still use the flour keeps the bullets nice and dry so that they don't rust or whatever. <laughs> and then you can just dig in and be like, ah, there they are. I, I you know what? I'm not even I, no notes. None. Uh, but then, yeah, Ira and Harry theorize that the aliens are spreading throughout the caves, which also uh, Harry actually shows that he knows what the hell he's talking about, about geog geology. Because he was just like, yeah, there's cave systems all over this place. Blah, 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 blah. And like, does this nice thing. He's like, who are you? Where was this guy the entire time? Here's the thing. This is how I feel about sometimes about Peter Venkman. 
he could be a good scientist if he chose to be. Yeah. He just doesn't want to be. He wants to take the easy road. Yes. And uh, yeah, so the uh, theorize that the aliens through caves to the main cave, but cannot breathe oxygen. Uh, the trio later find a valley from the caves, spewn with uh, dead flying dinosaur-like creatures. Wyverns, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, dragons, because they, they had the four arm. They have four limbs and two wings. Oh, yeah, they, you're right. Never mind. You're right. I. Yep. Which uh, one of them then just starts moving. And they're like, huh? And then it this it produces asexually and produces a baby. And uh, the thing starts growing real fast. Ocks it up like a big loogie. Yeah. This I didn't think was mitosis when it was. Ooh, it's a, that's not mitosis. It's a, it's asexual reproduction. Yeah. You wouldn't call it. It, it just didn't seem like that would be the natural way to asexually reproduce by vomiting up a. Oh, what size of that would you say that is a giant Water. beach ball? Oh, a little bit bigger than well, big beach ball. But yeah, well, we, we don't get a good enough. A yoga scale. ball. size, Yeah, a yoga ball sized creature. Yeah, yoga it's, ball size, it's not ball. But like, you know, longer oval. Yeah. But yeah, it's they just also just wanted to make it gross. So, of course. But the entire thing is, at some point, like mitosis just stops being viable as a solution. Yeah. Because now it's just too complex on a cellular level. Yes. You know, you can't like it's not like a it's not like you can just have it like regenerate limbs. You'd almost have to have it do a split where it's like then starting to grow another half of a body as it's doing the splits. So, yeah, two in completely distinct, separate organisms, one just smaller. Yeah. Uh, and then the thing starts growing and growing and growing. It's just like didn't seem like it was growing and growing. It seemed like it got to a size and pretty quickly. And yeah, I mean, it broke out of the sack and basically was its full size. It was weird how quickly that thing went from like basically getting out of the sack into becoming its full size self. Yeah. Relatively quickly. But that newborn baby can breathe or it's oxygen resistant. I think he says oxygen tolerant tolerant. Yeah. And yeah, then goes flying off. To which it flies off to the mall where it snatches up a shoplifter before the trio, like, they they trap it. Like, they go and go to the random sporting goods stores and grab shotguns. I think the hardest part about this movie is we have no idea how long any of these events occur because it feels like it should take a lot longer considering the fact um, that they have to set a court date. Yeah, for that they did. They do talk about that. It's like two weeks later for that part. Yeah. It's so crazy, though, because they have the break in at the lab. Mm -hmm. They have the and then it's apparently also Thanksgiving, but it's so hard to tell because it's Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. It's around Thanksgiving time. Uh, But yeah, so they go to the mall to try to track it down. Uh, and at one point when they're like doing all the shotgun stuff, it was like, God. And it was I can't remember if this was my note or, or if they said it. It was like, God bless America. Uh, and it's like at some point they said it at Wayne some point Wayne said says to Harry oh you, you're your teacher do you even know how to use one of those things and he was like just because I'm a teacher doesn't make me a pussy yeah cool like none of these characters are super duper likable but for 2001 that was a weird line of likability yeah um but yeah I was like so 
there's this monster flying around a mall. Why are there still people in the mall? Because why? Why would there, you? It's I gotta say Arizona. Why leave? Where else are you gonna go? Outside? It's hot out there still. Possibly even cold at that point, depending on like how depending on how close to dark it's getting. You don't know where all the parking lots are. Like yeah. these, somebody, somebody could be on the other side and being like, "Oh shit, I gotta get to my car," and the shortest route is to go directly down the mall. I mean, if you go to the Fox Valley Mall, you have to remember. Okay, I came in by the. I came in by the Target entrance, or I came in closer to J.C. Penney's, even though I didn't go into J.C. Penney's. Where's my anchor store? Yeah, uh, sh- and then I was like, "Oh, look, a sharper image." Yep. Um, and you can also tell that this movie was actually filmed before nine eleven, because they're just walking around a mall with shotguns and nobody bats an eye. Nah, I mean at that point. But also now I think a lot of people have now seen the flying dinosaur. Yeah. The the concern was the ding dang dinosaur at that point. Yeah. So then, yeah, uh, they save the shoplifter and uh, kill the thing. Yep. And then they rock out to music. Yeah, of course they do. I, I believe it was uh, play that funky music, white boy. Yeah. I, I was upset with them. It pulls out. There is no dino. There is no dragon on the hood of the car and there was yeah. no trailer with the dragon in it so yeah, that you know been. up until now it's always oh we need to get some sort of thing uh get some sample and now you've yep. got this sample which has now developed the ability to be oxygen resistant yeah grab yeah. that shit yeah. strap it to your hood well, I mean, its head yeah, do something. Take yeah. something at that point. Because they drive to the military base just to be like, hey, look at us. We're awesome. But you have no proof of any of this. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, they go. Um, and all you got is that creepy lieutenant who just gives those weird looks all the time in this I'm movie. I'm just used to going through Wisconsin and knowing that it's deer hunting season because 90% of the cars have deer strapped to them, either on the hood or on the roof. Or strapped where they put their bicycles, usually, on the yeah. back of the cars. I mean, that's a loaded statistic. 90%? It's like 97%. Come on. Well, that's the only thing. I'm loaded, and I'm you're sure. putting 97 out there? I'm being facetious. You I know that. I hate that word. I can't say that word. Because you don't like saying feces? No, I can't say. I have the hardest time. I know how it's supposed to be pronounced, but my mouth does not move in that way. Dean, I know you're having a bad day, but say caprese salad. Fucking caprese salad. <laughs> so the uh, governor lands, uh, played by Dan Aykroyd, and demands to know what's going on. Because he's like, I had to learn from my secretary that this is even happening. It was like, well, it's a secret military thing. Why yeah, would tell you, uh, you so, know, yeah. and that made me start thinking about, OK, what is the implications between federal government and the uh, state government? You know, how much communication do you have to have at a certain point with the governor to know something's going down? Like even there, like it's I, I can understand the idea of like you think, though, as the government's putting up an installation like 
don't have to tell us what it is necessarily, but just say, hey, we're putting up an emergency installation for reason. Don't even tell us the truth. Don't even tell the governor the truth. Just say, we're building something here. Someone's got to say something. Otherwise, you end up with an Area 51 scenario. Well, that's what I was who, about to say. Who like, owns the property? Uh, like, the is it on, is it on federal land? land or... they, they say it's on public But when you're out in the western states, if you, if you looked at how much of that is owned by the federal government versus the states themselves, Arizona is one of those states that has very little of state-owned land versus what's owned by the federal government. Yeah. Now you're asking a good I question because also like it's almost like Texas where there's like literally almost no public lands. Like everybody owns some piece of something. Because I think they're like when the when the military takes over, they're like, this is public land. Well, I mean, you could claim eminent domain, but then somebody oh, yeah. somewhere would have said something. Yeah. 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 Um, like there would there would have been a second court case that would have happened. Eh, but then why would they show it? I get that. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying like, again, I know we have to suspend our disbelief for this weird for this weird, quick evolving alien movie. I get that. Uh, yeah, so uh, Allison then explains, in two months, the aliens will spread and multiply enough to gulf the entire United States. And Woodman plans to evacuate the area and use napalm to burn away the aliens. Because, of course, why not? That's, okay, first of all, for not knowing anything about these aliens, why wouldn't our first response be, blow it to high hell? That actually does make sense. We tried to do an Independence Day and it just didn't work for a long time. It didn't work for three days. Yeah. Then like we as, the as things go, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> no. I mean, we already know that they're a threat. Yeah. For how quickly they're evolving and reproducing, we already know that they're a threat to us just being an alien species from definitely outside of our planet. Yeah. And yeah, that's kind of like, that's what like, kill it with fire. Because most things can't survive having their cells burn. Hey, no. at least Dan Aykroyd shot down nukes. Yeah. I don't want you to nuke my town. It's like, well, yeah, that's a lot of reasons why you wouldn't want to do that. Uh, getting real when you start bringing up nuke in my state. Yeah. But yeah, it was like, yeah, na napalm. But also it was like... It's just a little nuke. Just a tiny yeah. one. I don't think there is such a thing. Uh, but yeah, then Ira... Um, Harry and Wayne arrive and tell them about their findings. Uh, the aliens now are evolving, in, and then uh, they notice like the monitors are going blank. Yeah, monkeys touched the monolith, they got the tools. Yeah, primate like creatures, um, are like knocking things down, and they're like, What's going on? And uh, fuzzy no nose chimp, I love fuzzy no nose chimp, yeah. <laughs> Um, Those, but they actually look like the creatures from uh, the Ooh. time machine. Yes, I yeah, actually they have do look like more locks. Yeah, and uh, also, good thing, uh, Orlando Jones is also in that movie. Yes, he is. He is. Yeah. The so weird I think they, they may might have like reused the suits or something Didn't, like that. Could be. Wasn't there two uh, time machine movies? Well, yeah, I think so, but not like in relation to each other. I mean, there is the classic one where. You've got the 1960s. Yeah. But movie. yeah, there's the two, there's the early 2000s one that 
Yeah, the Guy Pierce one with Orlando Jones. Yeah. Um, and I actually found a docu like not documentary, but like behind the scenes stuff about like the making of the the no nose chimp. And it's actually kind of cool because I was like, I was really wanting to look at it, and it looks like it has like a, a double jaw. In in the context of like, you know how sharks jaws work, where it's like both are kind of independent of each other. Yeah. Because it it looked like the upper part also could move. I was like, that's interesting. And like all the different iterations of like how they designed it and all this other stuff. Cause they're like, we want it to look alien, but we also want to make it sure it looks like a chimp. That's some classic Morlock right there. Yup. But yeah, it, it was kind of neat. Um, uh, and this is where the, will you see another person die. The nerdy officer, he gets thrown into the, the pit. Oh, hey. you're right. That's sad. He could be like the two Italian ice cream men from killer killer clowns from space yeah yeah they just yeah they just happened to survive come back just later. rocked his world oh yeah. no not that yeah, oh, yeah. but yeah no it was like uh alive. that guy fell a very long way into an environment that's not conducive for human life but odds are path. odds are low yeah i'll say that odds are low he's but maybe we can dream evolution two electric boogaloo but yeah, they f fight off the chimps. Uh, the governor is shaken and approve Woodman's um, plan to blow up everything uh, against the protests of Ira and Allison. And they don't that they don't know like how the aliens will react. Allison leaves the site procuring Ira's original uh, research and samples of the blue liquid for him. So then they're like all distraught and, they're like, and they go back to Ira's lab and there's a massive party outside. Uh, the world party. So wait, they, oh, they didn't find out about the fire yet. No, no. We're, yeah, that's coming up soon though. Yep. I was, I was confused about the order of operations. I thought they came there. No, they came there to tell them that they're breathing oxygen. Yep. 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 Yeah. So they have massive party. I couldn't. Oh, I now oh, I don't remember what the song was, but I'm pretty sure it's like I thought it was Power Man Five Thousand. It is Power Man Five Thousand. Yes. Okay. Good. Um. So it was just interesting. Harry just like, well, it's the end of the world anyway. So uh, I'm gonna start smoking. Yep. And like that's it's just a way of con uh to start this. It's like it just like man, eh, we'll just put that in, and it will give a good excuse for why he has matches, and then he just flicks it. And it happens to land in the Petri dish that's full of the original blue sample. Because yep. it's interesting, the blue goo that they originally collected didn't change. But yep. then the match hits it and bleh, yep. it just rapidly changes. Yeah, pukes up into a weird, like, pink veiny thing. Yep. No, um, no, they were referencing it. No, the thing. Yeah, it was like yeah. the thing. Yeah, the like, thing. That was yeah. not it. Yeah, there. The all they needed was a fake hand holding a blue filled petri dish, and somebody heating up a wire on a blowtorch. Yeah, yeah. So it rapidly grows. Ira realizes that heat is a catalyst for their evolution, and uh, as it activates the dormant alien cells when the meteorite entered the atmosphere, like, you know, it heats up when you enter the atmosphere because of friction. Yeah. 
So yeah, started but there. that's so not how you cook a, a steak. Yeah, but the spontaneous. Yeah, but so, but that's not the point. I mean, the sample. I mean, the outer sample might have somehow not survived making it into atmosphere, but the inner stuff does. Yeah, it heats um, up. It heats up. Hits Arizona, one of the hottest states we have. Of course, yeah. we're going to be in. Of course, we're in danger. Yeah. <laughs> we're in danger. <laughs> they attempt to war, uh, warn Woodman that the effect of the napalm might be disastrous, but are rebuffed and more misogyny. Of course, because oh, Allison's the one that called them. Yeah, well, not just that. He's he's just already mad that, he, that she called him an asshole. I feel like if it was a guy who called him an asshole, he would have left too. You know, he would have been like, "Nope, not even going to listen," but in a different way. But. Also, uh, his little underling was like, that's how women talk to a man when they're interested. Oh, that yeah, that's the misogyny for sure. Yeah, there's yes. misogyny, yeah. Yeah, because um, the creepy guy. That guy is creepy. Like, mm. the lieutenant was creepy. Yeah, he's the dad from, Mo one of the dads from Modern Family. Yes, like, which one? There's, like, four of them. Yeah. Um, with the wife who is amazingly able to laugh at his jokes but not smile with her eyes. Ah, I don't know. I've never, I, I'll say this. I've only watched one episode of modern family. So, um, so they're like, you know, all like, bah, life sucks, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, because Allison's wearing a shirt that has the periodic table because she didn't want to wear her shirt that she was wearing earlier. I don't, because well, look, it was like from the college. Yeah. End of the world, man. Get cozy, you know? Yeah. Uh, but then they were looking at the periodic table and they're like, hey, they're nitrogen based and we're carbon based. So Ira theorizes selenium might be poisonous to the aliens since since they're nitrogen based and arsenic is poisonous to things that are carbon based, which I don't know if that's tr like how that works or anything, but it's the, it's, it's a MacGuffin. It doesn't it's like, look, they just need to find something again. We're dealing we're dealing fictional characters that you need to like we're dealing with a fictional movie but obviously pick this nits if you really yeah. got to i would just say we know heat doesn't it isn't effective just do the blob oh yeah freeze him yeah i mean because uh, obviously they can be killed we know that now we know that they can be killed so why not do an old freeze and smash yeah because that's also the one of the things like if you lit a monkey on fire one of the monkey the apes on fire what would happen that is an interesting question i'd think he'd just go up like uh um like a snake firework <laughs> gross honestly that's not the stu that's not the worst idea of what it could no, happen no. yeah no i'm just thinking it but it's like meat yeah but then it's like i i'd like to think that it would grow like spines it would become like the super troll in uh Ernest uh Ernest scared stupid like when it becomes like the super troll at the end. Yeah. Um, but so then, yeah, Ira, Ira's students, Deck, or is it Deke and Danny, played by uh, Ethan uh, Supley and Michael Ray Bauer, recall that selenium sulfide is the active ingredient in head and shoulder shampoo, to which then he was just like, how do you know that? You guys are idiots. You don't know anything, which is like, that's just. Kind of yeah, but they've also kind of proven that. Yeah, but yeah, 100% it's true. Of course they would know. They've got all the hair product of the 1990s spiking up their, you know, short hair with yeah. bad bleached blonde 
dark roots. Um, and everybody in the movie was wearing such 1990s sweaters. I had that fucking Speedex sweater <laughs> with a t-shirt yeah. underneath. But you know this got made in you know this movie got made in 99 and got shelved. That's how it had to be. I would almost guarantee it. Well, here's the thing though. Is there's always a period where like the 80s got really 80s at the beginning of the 90s. Yep. Yeah. And then it transferred over to the 90s. And then so every decade has this period because it's like save the bell, save by the bell. That's so 1980s. But it, you know, that started on the, you know, yeah, because beginning of the 90s. Yeah, but they're basing it off of, you know, the experience of the writers, everything else. I'm just saying it's it's got that um, it's got that end of the 90s where Saved by the Bell has the end of the 80s where there's that, you know, image of a white Dixie cup that has turquoise green chalk with purple squiggle over the top of it. Yeah, that transition that the the decade transition, basically. But yeah, so then they're like, okay, well, where are we going to get all that? all the selenium sulfide and it was just the guy, the two dummies were just like, we can get that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but cause they know where they get, they, they yeah. know it's comes from head and shoulders. Yeah. Now, this is my question because we have a plan. I selenium. also want to know, is that actually the color of head and shoulders? Uh, I've there's, never used there's, the, I've only used the generic. There's different bottles, but yes, I mean, that is absolutely, you know, Head and Shoulders paid good money for this. Okay. Cause uh, I only used like the off brand and it was, and it's blue. So that's why I was like, oh, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, peptide, but, yeah. Uh, the peptide blue instead of the peptide purple or pink. Yeah. Uh, are you talking that about that? Head and Shoulders always seemed like it had the consistency like of uh, peptide. Peptobismal, you mean? Peptobismal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. But I just love the fact that the the fire truck that they use is a classic fire truck. Yeah. Well, this is a this is actually going to be my question on that because there is a. To me, I had a real question about that since they're clearly using individual bottles of Head and Shoulders, and the and a classic fire truck holds five hundred gallons of liquid. How long would it take to fill this thing? Because they said they're filled up. A long time, but they also had a lot of volunteers to help. Of course, they did. Well, they you know you started at midnight, and then uh, they are in the next morning, so it was several hours. My canon is they went to the other side of campus where uh, beauty school dropout is the is the dean of the hairdressing classes on this community college. Wait. You're thinking of like you're thinking of like are you talking about like literally Frenchie from the Grease movies? Frenchie became the dean oh, okay. of the cosmeto- cosmetology department of this community college. So they went to the other side of campus where she's got the ends with head and shoulders to use them in their beauty classes. You 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 crazy? No, it makes total sense. Uh, so I was looking up stuff about nitrogen and uh, selenium. Um, like 
carbon, nitrogen tends to form ionic and metallic compounds with metals. Nitrogen forms an extensive series of nitri- uh, nitrides with carbon. So that's the thing is like nitrogen only like has like one bonding site. It doesn't really bond. It doesn't have the same oomph that carbon does. It doesn't can't bind with as many spots. So I was like, that wouldn't be a good thing to make your backbone off of, of your DNA. But OK, so selenium. Um, this is actually I thought was actually kind of cool with a lot of it. Uh, selenium enhances it, enhances nitrogen accumulation in legumes in soil for ribosomal uh, bacteria. Interesting. Selenium sulfite is a sulfide salt that consists of a mixture between inorganic and covalent compounds. Selenium sulfide is a solution of uh, is soluble in carbon disulfide and acids, but is particularly insoluble in water and inorganic solvent and organic solvents. So, pretend I know nothing about metallurgy or. I'll get some more. I'll uh, get some more things that I just explain it to me. Yeah. This is this is this is actually something that was actually really kind of cool because it also explains why it works in head and shoulders. So, uh, selenium sulfide is used as an ingredient in anti-dandruff shampoos, and is also a constituent of anti of fungicide because that's how oh. that's how it works. It kills off. It well, it kills off some fungi. Yeah. So I was like. They decided to go with the selenium, but they could have just added that it's like more uh, fungus based. But yeah, but again, Head and Shoulders paid good money for this. Oh, you yeah. know they did. Oh yeah. But yeah, so then goes back to uh, Woodman begins his napalm strike, causing the aliens to rapidly mutate and merge into a gigantic amoeba-like organism uh, that bulges out of the caves. So bef- before like all this, they're like, they're going through the caves because they're like, we got to find, you know, we got to get it to right, spray the main rock so that, you know, we can kill everything. And at one point, Harry says over there, like, oh, do you know where you're going? Well, geology isn't an exact science. Uh, yep. What? It's I, again, it, even when I first watched the movie, I'm like, this is the stupidest joke. Yes um but yeah so uh then that happens and then it, the thing ex- explodes out of the ground and they're like oh my god it's a giant amoeba basically yeah so, it is um and so then i learned this too uh because they're like he's like one it's one click away what's a click i don't know but you hear it a lot in non movies yeah so a click is a term used by the military to denote one kilometer or 1,000 meters, 0.6214 miles, or yep. 3,280.4, or no, 84 feet. I swear to God, I heard that before, and I oh, just yeah. didn't remember. I know I've heard it, I've heard that before, that it is and basically a, a shorthand for kilometer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a kilometer. You know, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not going to use your metric system. <laughs> but yeah. As the I, I actually I re, I dubbed it the macro organism, and it like you can actually see that it's starting to pre- it's preparing to split. Yeah, and they're like, Ugh! and like everybody's just like standing there, a mouth agape, and they're it's like, oh, what what are they really gonna do? I mean, you got some you got some army guys shooting at it. Yeah. Um. So the team drives under the organism to pump the fire hose of shampoo into the rectal hole. Hell's yeah. I'm all for it. My little note with that one is 
everything needs a butt. No, everything seriously. does need a butt. Everything does need a butt. Even animals that don't have a traditional butt have something. Yeah, because you need an outhole to get rid of waste. Yeah. Uh, when you have any anything that's like producing energy or like doing respiration, you need some way of getting rid of stuff. Uh, yeah. So yeah, but they're like fishes that flow into it and like poke out every so often. That's still a way. So it has to have a way to get rid of the waste. Yeah. I mean, even like even oysters have like filter feeders have a way to get rid of the waste. Yes. They um, might not have to do it as often, but they still have to. So, yeah, I was also then like when they were happening, like, we only have one shot at this. Why? Right. Well, ki- well, well, because it's split. Yeah, yeah it's going to split. So then you have two giant monsters. Yeah, you only have enough selenium. Now we're going to get a thousand gallons of selenium ready, huh? You're yeah. only going to be able to kill one, and then that's going to metastasize and split across, and you have another two. And now you're, it's an exponential issue. He's got, a, I mean, they got a point. We have to know what would happen if, if when you light one of the blue monkeys on fire. Like, that's what, like, if it actually just kills that, then this giant um, amoeba, hey, no problem now. Now you can just hit it with rockets. But that's only if you can kill it with enough fire. That's only if enough fire does eventually kill it. Yeah. But it's we've kind of proven with the napalm situation, it seems to create, it seems to make the organism just merge into one big organism. Yeah. Which, again, simplest organism, simple organism that's now gigantic at this point. I don't know if the fire would work anymore, yeah, realistically. Uh, but yeah, uh, and so they shoved the hose up its exhaust pipe. Um, and at one point, it grabs Harry, and David Duchovny's character is like, Give me back my friend, you big stink. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't grab him. Well, it engulfed. like most anuses <laughs> just sucked him in. It just eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really. And it's, the, the thing is, this almost feels more like a cloaca because it's like it's an in hole. It's an out hole. It does a lot. Of, it's a it, very active hole. Yes. It's an everything hole. Uh, but yeah. Uh, the it causes the thing to just explode and like all the other stuff. It that covers awesome. like everybody with goo. Uh, I think it hits um, the general. Oh, it covered. It's again very much. Ivan Reitman had the assignment in his head of this is Alien Ghostbusters. Yeah, we ended with a giant marshmallow man exploding and Ghostbusters covering the covering the pseudo villain. Walter Peck was not is not necessarily the bad guy here. He has a point. Yes, he was actually not a bad guy. He was a dick. He was a dick, but he was a dick with a point. Yes. He had a, he wasn't wrong in his assessment of this place. They really needed to know more about what this containment unit was doing. I don't think yeah. Inevitably the Ghostbusters save the day and cover him in cover him in goo. Same way, Woodman gets covered in alien goo. Just because, ha ha, ha ha, our pseudo bad guy got covered in goo. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the governor declares Ira, Harry, Wayne, Allison heroes, making Wayne, I, it, and here it says an honorary firefighter. I'm like, I know, I think he made him a full firefighter. Yeah. I don't think he made him an honorary. No. Uh, and he was going to uh, say Ira and Allison, and but they're like, well, where are they? They are, they are off to have relations in the back of the fire truck yeah they are and i was uh, just like she was reminded. going to and i quote rock his world. world yep 
Now, here's the thing that I do like in that scene, which is so stupid also. Who's also in the background of the scene? I don't know if Dean caught it. Nadine's in the background in her Miss Arizona, in like a Miss Arizona sash. Like yeah. somehow in this whole time, Nadine has now also become Miss Arizona. Nadine? Uh, the the blonde from the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Dean, but Dean yeah. doesn't watch a movie. Dean watches a movie good in a different way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was like, I was like, you know, that kind of is a good excuse to not a reward yeah. uh, but then um harry leans over the governor he was like he's giving her the old cane madness i think he's giving her the cane madness is absolutely the line and that's yeah. basically how our movie ends with a commercial for head and shoulders yeah yep they're like we to fight aliens we use head and shoulders yep i was just like what the it works yeah. it it works and again head and shoulders paid good money for this they had to have oh, of course they did you don't, there is no unintentional product placements in these movies. So uh, one of the things I did make sure to look up is what happens with arsenic exposure. Cool. Because I'm like, what happens to humans when this is a, so long-term exposure to arsenic from drinking water and food can cause cancer and skin lesions. It is also associated with uh, cardiovascular disease and diabetes. In utero or early childhood exposures, it can be linked to negative impacts on cognitive development and increased death in young. No, it doesn't bl make you blow up. Well, no, it doesn't make you blow up, but it's you that's know. why you wear old lace. Yeah, uh, I made nerds. a reference. I know you did. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the last thing I have on, on my notes is just the cartoon because they made a cartoon. Of course they did. It's like every it's like every adult film that gets made, every film with an adult slant to it has to have a kid's slant to it too. Now Toxic, Toxic Avenger was one that I like to watch. Uh Killer Tomatoes from Outer Space. Yep, uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah, and then um there was Robocop. Yep, Robert Cop had his. Now, permit me. Well, you're gonna permit me anyway. Join me on the stream side of things as I play the very amazing intro for Evolution, the animated series. a slimer of course they have a slimer why wouldn't they okay so this is the thing so in there i if i remember right there is a reoccurring monster yep it's the it's the main because like, so the whole thing is and i again i did the research on the cartoon because if there's nothing i'm gonna do i'm gonna watch a goddamn cartoon <laughs> especially one where i'm like they've made some real changes yeah because uh... now that Wayne, I saw, I was like reading a little bit of it. It was like Wayne's now a 17 year old. Yep. He's a, yep. He's a, yep. He's a high schooler now. Uh, they get rid of Allison after episode three. 
and they replace her midway through with an episode two with Lieutenant May, who basically like because Allison like Allison dips out like quietly in episode three and is never brought up again. How many episodes did it actually go? Twelve. Okay. Oh no, I am wrong. No, no, they got a full season. It's twenty six. Holy crap. Yeah, because there's actually, like, it makes a full series. Like, it actually has a beginning, middle, and end to this whole thing. This is basically the official sequel to the movie. Wow. Because what ends up happening is, yeah, there is a, yeah, there is a big bad Beetleborg who basically, like, the whole point is some of, like, the smaller organisms survive the event, survive the event, start to re-evolve, and then you end up with, a, you end up with an alien called Scopes. And Scopes basically is a, one of the single-celled organisms that gets caught in a fire and basically, like, evolves, 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 and becomes eventually this shape-shifting organism who is, like, the de facto leader of the, of the alien species, which they call the genus in the show. Yeah, so then, yeah, it really does go with the whole that it's a, a designed species. It's a, yep. Because of, like... The fact that it's like they're ultimately it has a pre-programmed end because like we've said before for like uh, evolution, there is no end. Yep. Because, yeah, the entire idea is that they're going to they're basically going to take over our planet and then process themselves across the universe. So, yeah, establish where they come from. No, at least not that I saw because I didn't make it through the whole series because. Yeah, because you really don't get like to the whole Universal Conquest till after, till like later in the series. Oh, I forgot. Uh, uh, what was the hockey team with ducks? Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks Ducks had a cartoon series that they did, where they were alien (laughs) ducks. They were Howard the Ducks, a bunch of Howard the Ducks. Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, they 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 come and they're fighting against whatever because. God, you couldn't get any, you couldn't do anything without having a kid's cartoon, could you? Nope, not in the 90s. My goodness. We, we lived in interesting times, didn't we? Yep, and it was all based off toys. Well, of course, because everything it's had to be toyetic. Based, it's not necessarily based off toys. Well, it was I, to mo- promote toys. Yeah, well, I mean, because, yeah, I mean, you have those 80s ones that had to, because Transformers, yeah, Transformers, G.I. Joe, all of that stuff is because kids are stupid. Yep. And then we all we know this. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And that's basically how it all start. Well, like a huge start of it. And then like later on, then you start to have it. It's like, hey, we have these toy ideas. Let's make a show around it. And that's how we would get like uh, skeleton warriors. Well, yeah. Or like um, Dino Riders. All that. Because here's the problem. And this is what they found, especially around Transformers. The toys were cool. But because kids didn't have anything to work off of, they could like they just didn't know what to do or how to play with these things. Yeah. So they made the show to promote the toys so that kids would have an idea of what to do with them. Yeah. Because otherwise, yeah, you just have generic like because, yeah, without any backstory for any character, those like it's well, what's who is this? Yeah. You have generic transforming toy number one, one, seven. But yeah, the evolution, yeah, the TV series was kind of goofy. It was it was it was as bonkers as it gets because the entire point is in like the whole thing gets established in the first three episodes of how it works is 
that yeah after they destroy the big after they destroy the big amoeba um they figure out a way to basically have a they basically find a way that instead of destroying the aliens they have a way to reverse the evolution to turn them back into basically the single-celled organisms only they're now bigger because they actually have to be fun sized mm -hmm. but uh yeah so basically they and they also find a way to stop the evolution which is how they create the slimer the slimer derivative called gassy which stands for genetically altered symbiotic stasis in evolution and basically the entire thing is it's supposed to be able to help them find the genus and i'm like cool again the but they understood the assignment yeah that's yeah that was the ghostbusters with aliens that was the assignment with this and i as again i think this movie is still fun i like it it's funny it's funny as long as you can get past some of the more problematic parts but yeah it's in context it's well it's like i like i i, I will say this is like when something's like problematic is like just because something like you can still enjoy something that was problematic as long as you understand why it's problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Cause women are second class citizens. We all know this, right? You, you heard it. You heard it here, folks. Mike thinks women are second class citizens. I happen to like them. I, I love them. And they ha should have equal rights. I love women too. I just don't want them to vote. I've heard people actually say shit like that. It's just like, I know how much true again, like again, like we're going to lose like three of our tens of viewers because of this. And I'm sorry about that. I'm going to apologize in advance. Obviously I'm joking. I don't feel that way at all about any of this. Yeah. Oh. Unless you're willing to pay us. Oh yeah. Pay us. And I'll say anything <laughs> I'll do. I am a, I am a shill. I'll do. You give me the right amount of money, I will say anything, whether I mean it or not. Yeah, I love it when people are like, "Uh, this person's a shill." It's like, do you know how much money that would cost them to pay for some of this? Not cheap. Look, I don't have to mean it. We don't have enough influence right now to get paid any of that. Oh yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's like we know we like you can see who gets paid a lot of that to do it. Oh yeah, I mean. Look, I mean, Spotify paid a pretty penny for Joe Rogan. You know, I hope that works for them. Cause, you know, uh. they made it back in like what a week. So I think I'm going to keep uh, the next one a uh, secret. Ooh, secret. But so uh, this one is like, honestly, this is probably how I should have been approaching like all this. But the problem with why I don't is I've already started the picture like that stuff. I've had this idea in my head for years now. And I so I've been slowly just drawing it, like getting the idea, getting all the little uh, little things minutia. minutia to look right the way yeah. I want it to, or at least have the idea. So like I have it like planned out pretty well. And the best thing is like even while I was drawing it, I was like, oh, wait, wait, what happened if I just did it this way? And yeah. so it's it's an ever evolving thing. The reason why I can't do that for like every creature, because it takes so long. Yeah. <laughs> to try yeah, to come up that. with it. Yeah. So that's why I prefer the other way because it's a lot faster, well, faster, quote unquote, because then you guys can like also help me streamline some of the. Well, and I think it's kind of fun to have an outsider's perspective because, yeah. again, you live in the nuance. You crave picking those nits. Yeah. I like All right. Nits. Yeah. So, OK, so next week, next time, surprise this time. 
We're talking yeah. about we're talking about problematic films that are still fun to watch. Eh, and, somewhat problematic. I mean, look, it's look, it's, it's no, it's no worse than some other films. It's no worse than say a Dumb and Dumber or a Dude Where's My Car, which is my yeah. favorite stupid comedy. Yeah. Also a Sean William Scott. Yeah. But hey, you know, but hey, you know, yeah, not I agree. It's like it's not as problematic as American Pie. Uh, and yet I still do and slightly enjoy that movie. So starring Sean William Scott. Yeah, that movie, like it, when it hits right, it hits right. But most of the time it's like, especially the first one just didn't quite mesh with me. Strangely enough, by the third one, I was like, I'm actually OK with this now. I don't know why. Then there's the fourth Then there's the fifth. Oh, yeah. And then they just both well, they again, they could just print that money for a while. All right. So fine. I'm going to go heat up some food and eat it and keep playing my video games. Yep. I'm going to go to bed. After All a right. shower. All right. You have a good one. In fact, you've earned it. Have a good two. Yay. Bye. Bye. A Real Creature Feature is created by Matt Kuklinski, starring Matt Kuklinski, Michael Seaman, and Dean Snow. Any questions, comments, artwork, or general inquiries can be sent to realcreaturefeature at gmail.com. You can view any submitted fan art and pictures on our Instagram at a real creature feature. Some episodes were recorded weeks in advance due to our current sporadic recording schedule. Any comments left will be seen and addressed at some point, and you will be credited unless you tell us you wish to remain anonymous. If you like the podcast, please leave a review on the podcast app that works best for you. It really helps us out. Also, tell your friends, enemies, and total strangers about the podcast. They might enjoy it too. And that can bring us all closer together. No, but the whole thing is it's it's kind of like because I I become very conscious about it over the years about product placement in movies. And one of my favorite ones was still Snakes on a Plane because there was this like the opening scene is just a dude going on an ATV trail, getting out, getting off his Bombardier. I don't, remember, I don't think it was an actual Bombardier. I could be wrong. I haven't watched the movie in a while. But I do remember distinctly, he goes into essentially a cooler unit on the front of his ATV, pulls out a pulls out what is clearly looks like a Red Bull, but the label's not there yet. And I just turn over to RJ and I say, I wonder if he's drinking a Red Bull. Next scene, clear plain view. You can see the Red Bull. You can see the Red Bull label. I'm like, Red Bull paid good money for this. Well, you yeah, know well, they did. Also, like, why you never see bad guys have Apple products. Nope. that Apple made that very clear. It's the same way, like, you have in Top Gun. Top Gun has all this military approval. They have all these sweet-ass planes because the military is like, make us look cool. Yep. That's legitimately it, too. Because, yeah, they What was the not... movie that it was that they pulled out? Independence Day. It was... And what was the movie, you know... We're fine with all these other movies, but I believe it was Independence Day, actually, because it was they talked too much about Area 51. Uh. Yeah, because it was it was basically in, in a way it was like this whole thing of if we endorse this, if we endorse this film, they, people will then be like, oh, so Area 51 really is the alien place. They got enough issues with people trying to break in there, too. Yeah. Look, man. 
We tried to raid Area 51. It didn't go quite as planned because the government set up a PSYOP where they moved everything over to the Las Vegas thing. And then they had a second location in Rachel, Nevada. And then they had another guy set up another event. So no one knew what the hell they were doing at that point. Yep. See, that was the whole plan. I mean, it's just like the Vatican when we were all trying to invade the... It's all one big <laughs> side. In in order to invade the Vatican City. They can't molest all of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw that more recently. The, the whole thing is, though, I mean, that... Again, if I was more conspiratorially minded, that would be my whole thing. It's... Yeah. Clearly, it was a side. Clearly, the government set this whole thing up to create more confusion. Let's invade Bermuda Triangle. It can't drown all of us. The hell, Help it can't. Me. Help me. I am underwater. If you, have you seen Internet Historian's video on the raid of Area 51? No. It's very good. I highly recommend it. Uh, the moment I saw, but like, because I remember when it was happening, and I just, um, the moment I saw it saying they can't uh, arrest us all, I'm like, they don't need to. They it's can't not no, arrest us. No, they can't shoot us all. Uh, I thought it was arrest. Nope. They no, can't no, shoot it's us all about oh, getting it shot was that, by bullets. That, oh, yep. then it's like, no, they can. Yeah, no. They have no, enough. not they if you know to run. And if you get enough people, honestly, they can't shoot all of us. Look, it's you can whole... have at least one, two human shields. You might make it. Yeah. It's also, the whole future. It's that whole Futurama kill switch on the murder bots. <laughs> yeah keep yeah there's a certain limit of murder that a murder bot can have and then you just keep throwing waves and waves yep. of soldiers but yeah no it was just like the moment i heard that i'm like this is stupid because do you know how much area that is 51 kilometers squared everyone knows that yeah it's it's not can right. you run that we can't but i'm not the one raiding area 51 there's plenty of them they can take out they yeah can do no, really you would have to keep running the tag out. No, the there, tag there, out is the tag out is you get shot and then the next guy somehow takes over. Ninja pick switch. Pick up his themer. That's baton. It's it's all ninja switching. It's all ninja switching. I think <laughs> I found our epilogue because I'm gonna bring this. I'm not gonna. I might not keep okay. this in here because we've we've actually kept on point.